Wake Up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. Canada's largest federal public service union is expected to announce next steps this morning in its drawn-out contract negotiations with the government. Mediated negotiations between the Public Service Alliance of Canada and the Treasury Board continued over the weekend. The biggest sticking point appears to be the union's push for pay increases to keep up with the rising cost of living, though a close second is clarity on the rules surrounding the Fed's return to office policy. The federal government has restored funding to Hockey Canada. In a statement, Sport Minister Pascal Saint-Ange says, quote, we expect the new board of directors to remain committed to the cultural change anticipated by Canadians across the country. Hockey Canada had its funding pause last year after a woman alleged she was sexually assaulted by eight players, including by, including by members of the 2018 World Men's Junior Hockey Team. The organization must remain a full signatory to abuse-free sport and continue to adhering to recommendations outlined by the Sport Integrity Commissioner. And finally, two people have been charged with mischief after a woman threw paint at the Prime Minister's office and chained herself to the building on Saturday. A climate change advocacy group says the woman is the one who walked on the Juno Awards stage while topless. And that's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Thanks to a Reddit group called Financial Independence, there's a weekly thread where frugal people share tips and hacks for you to save money. I can't wait to save my money. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to share these with you. And then, Jeff, you let me know um, what you think about some of these because okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Times are tough. Okay? Yeah. Money's tight right now for all of us. So are we willing to do these things? These frugal hacks include cutting sponges in half. <laughs> That's not happening in my house. And no. Once you're used to it, a full sponge feels like overkill. Oh, does it? Yeah. I feel like my full sponge already feels too small by far. Here's the thing about trying to save money. I'm all for it, okay? Yeah. But there has to be a boundary that we set in, in this life because we only get to do this one time. And if I don't get to use a full sponge <laughs> in my lifetime, then I really don't think that it's worth it. Here's the deal. What happens when people use half of a paper towel? They started giving us those small sheets, right? Yeah. So that's what's going to happen here. It all stands to reason that they're just going to sell smaller sponges okay. and shrinkflation will happen. <laughs> so, okay. Well, yeah, no. We're not cutting sponges in half. However... The second tip that financial independence is giving you is never buy the newest tech. I don't mind this. This is not a bad idea. A three-year-old iPhone is almost yeah. as good as a new one. Again, these these phones and tech gadgets are getting updated and upgraded so fast. That They're $2,000 for a new one. Yeah. 2000 okay. All right. So we're all on board. Yeah. When you go out to eat as a couple, split a meal. All right. So, you know, funny enough, uh, and I guess it it. Depends on whether or not you share a bank account, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's as much when you split it. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, we've split it sometimes. So for just for fun. What do you mean split it? Like split, you you split one meal between the two of you. Oh, okay. Like you buy one meal. Right. And and then then you each eat it, but you can also split the bill. Like if you're not sharing a bank account. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. But but splitting the one meal, I'm just like, if that's my night out that month, I'll just wait two months. You know what I mean? I, I I need to have a whole meal. I'm thinking like maybe just eat in. Right. Okay. Um. Uh. This is financial independence uh, giving us tips on how to save money. These are frugal people. Switch back. Okay. This is ridiculous. Switch back to bar bar soap. Already ahead of you. Did it a while ago. Cheaper and whatever. It dries you out very nicely. I know. Guys don't. <laughs> 
Okay, if you say to a man, switch to a bar of soap, he's not going to care. I don't care. Um, and I buy it because it's no. cheaper. Bars of soap. I, no? I They're slippery. Oh. They uh, are misshaped. <laughs> They start to they start to smell weird. They don't stay smelling like they originally smelled. Like after a while, they start to smell like the soap, but then a bunch of other stuff like mildew and mold and whatever. It's oh, and like no, I uh, it just feels very. So you like reuse you like you like a like a foam soap and put it on the the uh, the loofah. There are some things because that loofah is super disgusting to me. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's disgusting. But the bar of soap isn't. That's it's right. The same thing. Soap cleans itself. It's soap. The loofah's covered in soap. <laughs> that makes no sense. It's the best conversation ever. Oh my god, I like the I like the mousse. The mousse. Yeah. Body wash. Yes. It yeah. Feels so that nice. Is luxury. Okay. So, like, that's what I'm saying. There's only a few things in life that we can have that are luxurious, including a full sponge. Would you like to go and body wash to Italy or have mousse soap? Yeah. These are your choices. Start saving your money. Um, order your groceries online is what they suggest for saving money, but pick them up. So the delivery fees are expensive, but. And I, I totally agree with this because you end up, you do tend to spend a little bit more money than you might need to oh, when I you see go that. to the grocery ah, store. I didn't you get, get tempted that. by things, right? Right. There's no need for it. How often do you come home with something that you did not actually well, just need? come home and be like, hey, you know, Farm Boy just had a special on blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but we didn't need that. At all. But it was on special. Okay, so that's a good tip. And then finally, good tip. slow down while driving and don't gun it at stoplights because it actually it actually saves you on gas if you don't do it. I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, there are like hyper milers and all that, and that's fine. Have you ever seen people driving insanely on the roads and think to yourself, how much money are you spending on gas? Oh, yeah. I, I, all the time, especially the pickup trucks with yeah. guys like V8s, the Hemis, and they're like, oh, you're like, uh, 10, 20, 30, $40. Yeah, just just like that. Yeah, totally agree. Okay. Okay, so like 50% of those are good. You know, it would save us even more money if we use the bar of soap with the half sponge in the shower and I then turned off the shower while you were lathering. I don't mind this, like when you're okay. when you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. What like, are we doing this for? <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. You know, they say that we grow out of certain things or... Yeah. A get a, you know, become above certain things. Mature. Yeah. Okay. You remember, like, I don't know, 10, 20 years ago, themed restaurants, like over-the-top themed restaurants were a thing. I do. Right? Like the Hard Rock Cafe, Planet Hollywood. Like, those were those were some of the cool places to be. In Toronto, there's like a Rainforest Cafe as well. They have one in Niagara Falls. There yeah. you go. So, okay. Themed restaurants as a whole are no longer really a thing. Right. And there used to be way more of them. Now they're sort of few and far between. It's hard to find. Unless you go somewhere like Vegas, right? Right. It's, you know, that's their whole shtick. But uh, as far as uh, themed restaurants go, uh, Planet Hollywood is the least favorite over-the-top themed restaurant. Really? As it stands now, which is weird because it used to be the place to go. Right. And the food was never super great or anything. You were just going for the nostalgia. Yeah, and, and the memorabilia that's on the walls and weird stuff like that. So the difference between the Hard Rock Cafe and Planet Hollywood as a kid, I had no idea. They, they looked like the same thing to me. Right. But the Hard Rock Cafe is more about, I guess, like rock, rock and roll celebrities. Yeah. Right, and Planet Hollywood is is movies and right. that kind of thing. Is that right? That's right. I can't remember. I mean, it's literally the last time. But the Rainforest Cafe came in third for least favorite, and I have a problem with this. Okay, go because ahead. Because have you ever eaten at the yeah. Rainforest Cafe? Yeah. 
What about it did you not like? Nothing. I thought it was fine. Oh, do you like the Rainforest I'm, Cafe? I'm not upset at it. Is that a themed restaurant that you would be okay with eating at? Yes. Okay, thank you. I actually love the vibe oh, in there. It, I feel like anything that <laughs> takes me to a tropical place in Canada is amazing. I think the food probably sucks. I don't remember. It's I don't have no recollection of the food whatsoever. Right. It's not memorable. No, right. it's not. But you walk in... The birds are chirping. Thank you feel you. like you're in Jurassic Park. There's water flowing. There's like toucans every now yes. and again. Yes, there's things flying overhead. Sure. There's trees. There's yeah. I I think it's fantastic. Okay, I would good. just sit there right. in a booth. I don't have to eat. Sure, I'll have just a water. Can I get a water? It's so Thank you. funny though. But like no one goes there. No one no, no one says, Hey, like let's go to the rainforest cafe. Well, and like okay, it's like, when you say you like it there, you like it there solo. Like you would never invite friends to the Guys, you want to go out Saturday night? <laughs> right? Like, hey, what are you thinking? North and Navy? Yeah. No, no, no. Rainforest right. Cafe. I wouldn't recommend it on a date. Okay, there we go. All but right. uh, it sort of made me look into some of the other uh, heavily themed okay. restaurants in the United States that people are, like, kind of turning their nose at. Uh-huh. There's a place called the Aquarium Restaurant in Denver, Colorado, where you eat basically outside a giant aquarium and things just sort of float and swim huh. by you while you're eating. Okay. And they have shows that they do in the water. So, like, the Grinch might come down and wish you a Merry Christmas in a Santa suit in the water. In, like, scuba gear? Yeah. Scuba Grinch. <laughs> this is the greatest meal I've ever had. Okay, what about the Mad Hatter Bistro, which is in Birmingham? Uh, that's in Michigan. It's uh, an Alice in Wonderland-themed cafe. Okay. Where everything, it feels like you're basically high as a kite. Right. Okay, so <laughs> this is like one of those things where you're secretly happy you have a kid to take to. Come on. <laughs> That's fun. I guess if your kid drinks tea, because that's what they serve. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Um, And then this place is, this is so funny, because this has cheese written all over it, and it's totally kitschy. Okay. But I think that I would love it. It's called the Tonga Room uh, and Hurricane Bar, and it's in San Francisco, and it has an actual river floating through it. I'm in. With... Like a boat ride. Yeah, I'm in. Where you're, you've got people eating on each side, and then you've got the boat going through the canal Hang in on, the middle look. of the restaurant. Oh, it's just the greatest. It's like a lagoon. I want to be on the boat. <laughs> I want to eat on the boat. I bet I'd also be fine just waving to the boat. Right. Hi. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's fun. I don't know what everybody's got against themed restaurants. Yeah, I, we haven't even brought up like one of the worst themed restaurants ever. What? Chuck E. Cheese, man. Oh. Where the mascot is an actual health violation. <laughs> It's, and he's disgusting. Chuck E. Cheese. I forgot about Chuck E. Cheese. Honestly. Yeah. I went there as an adult once. Oh, it's not. It was never clean. No, it's actually not that great. Not it's that not, great. It's not that great. Oh, I no. I, our, my parents took us there. We went there. Right. Like for fun. That's what we did. I don't know if they ate, though. No, parents don't eat there. I don't think they do. No, they send you in like a canary in a coal mine. <laughs> see if you can survive it. <laughs> it's so true. It's brutal. Yeah, the kids always come out dirty. Food everywhere. Yes. Like they've literally been through the washing machine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you have to like disinfect your kids after. <laughs> okay. And then the other one that seems to be forgotten. What? Hooters. The themed restaurant. Okay. Yeah. I could probably do without a Hooter. I went to Hooters. You don't like owls? <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Celebrities. Not the most relatable people in the world. <laughs> not always. But... They still have children, and they still live among us. Yeah, and they uh, they preach a little sometimes. Yeah, they still insist on on telling us what they think. 
So, yeah, unconventional uh, parenting advice from celebrities. I would like uh, to start the conversation with a Kardashian who probably has uh, the least realistic outlook right. on life in general. I would agree. Um, only because uh, they have no idea what it is like to live a real life like us. Yeah, yeah no, it's fake. It's all fake. Yeah. That being said, Kourtney Kardashian has some not so bad advice. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So uh, she is my favorite. This of all is of them. the sh- this is the shocking <laughs> part of this. Yeah, she's the most down to earth yeah, of them all, and she's still out there. If we're gonna call her that, she says, "Ditch the microwave." Oh, okay. This is not super terrible advice. Uh, unconventional, however, Courtney says, I did a lot of health-related research and decided to get rid of my microwave when I read that toxins from plastic containers can be transferred to food when it's reheated. Yep. So just thought it was a bad idea, and they don't use a microwave. However, I imagine she doesn't heat up her own food. <laughs> right. Ever. Yeah, when did she ever use a microwave? Ever. But, okay, not so bad. Just a pro tip on that, it's plastics in your microwave, right? So normal plates. That doesn't happen, but yeah, the plastics well, are microwaves the... and the radiation. I guess you could argue is not great either, right? All right, but not bad, not bad. Okay, moving on to Pamela Anderson, who is on the other side of the spectrum. Okay, when it comes to unconventional parenting advice, Pamela Anderson says, "Let your kids experiment." When we want them to practice safe sex, drink, and experiment with drugs, we want them to do it in moderation. Okay. Find true love also in there. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Is that with or without the drugs? Yeah, I was going to say, I hope you don't find true love with the drug part. Yeah. Because right? that could be a mess. I, I, think, don't, yeah. I don't necessarily subscribe exactly no, to that. I don't think uh, I don't. Uh, that's out there. <laughs> Giselle. Single mom Giselle Bunchen. now. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Her unconventional parenting advice is that breast milk cures everything. Okay, this is where I wanted to get to. This kind she of She puts talk. that shun everything. If they had something in their <laughs> eyes, I'd put milk in their eyes. Before flights, I'd get a dropper and put milk up their nose. That wards off the bacteria on the plane, just so you know. Yeah, for sure. Well, I bet you she's got the nicest nostrils in the world. Uh, okay. What? I mean, when you look at her, she seems to she knows something. <laughs> You know what I mean? Maybe she's using her own breast milk. Is that possible? Can you do that? You can do anything you want, I guess. Probably ate her placenta, too. Okay. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. looking healthy, though. Leah Remini. I love Leah Remini. But I'm not sure that I would necessarily uh, leave her alone with my children. Okay. She says, just let them do whatever they want. I don't mind that. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind it. Whatever they want. Let them get hurt. Let them get dirty. That's not what she means. Oh, what does she mean? She says, I'm very consistent. I give in. Oh, yeah, Which is the complete opposite of what you would do. That is complete opposite of how I live. (laughs) She said, we're definite pushovers, and at the end of the day, you have to follow your heart. You're right. That'll work out. Uh, Good luck with it. So there's that. Uh, Let's talk about Christina Aguilera. Okay. Her unconventional parenting advice, and you may agree with this out there, Naked Sundays. Okay. It's only weird if you make it weird, I guess. She says, my son will be growing up in a house where nudity is just the norm. It's only weird when you shame it. How old is he? We don't know. Yeah. We don't ask. We get to a point where... I mean, uh, we are very, very conservative when it comes to nudity, but there are many parts of the world that are not. Yeah, and I don't think it hurts kids in any way. No. Like, I think it's fine. It's fine, but, like, did you ever walk around naked with your parents? (laughs) Like, when you really put it into context? When I was little. Right. Yeah, and but that's it. Like from about six years old, it was like a, it just stopped happening. 
I definitely didn't see my uh, parents naked. Ever? That's not... I No. Oh, I saw my parents naked all the time. You saw your mom naked? Oh, yeah, from zero to five, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah. yeah, but you don't have, like, any... Sorry, an age that you have any recollection of. Like, you're not... Not that when you're a baby and you're, like, still, you know... Right. Eating puree. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, as a kid, kid. Yeah. Not not once I was, like, school-aged. I mean, like, I got to, like... I don't I want just, to just have that. Have... No, I don't want to have that memory. I, I, you'd I be surprised. A... It doesn't mean anything to you because it's there. Like, whatever. I don't want to have that memory. <laughs> okay. Okay? Thank you very much. Fair and enough. Kristen Bell says, lock the kids in their room so they learn to sleep in their own bed. It's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> she says, I'm sorry. I know that's controversial. Before we go to bed, obviously we unlock it. Oh, my God. But when they get to a certain age, uh, just lock them in there. Oh, my God. Let Put them be. in the prison. It's fine. I mean, have you seen these kids' bedrooms? They're not prisons. What doors lock from the outside? They're this is what I want to know. Well, you got to make them yeah, I think you do, and that's a bit <laughs> weird. <laughs> what is your unconventional parenting advice? We'd love for you to share it with us right now. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. Canada's largest federal public service union is expected to announce next steps this morning in its drawn-out contract negotiations with the government. Mediated negotiations between the Public Service Alliance of Canada and the Treasury Board continued over the weekend. The biggest sticking point appears to be pay increase. Though a second close close second is a clarity on rules surrounding the Fed's return to work policy. Ontario's education manager, minister says the province is hiring 1,000 specialized math and literacy teachers. Stephen Lecce announced Sunday that Ontario is investing $180 million in education, $71 million for math, $109 million for literacy. He says the plan will focus on schools with the lowest EQAO scores. Lecce says the government will also send so-called math action teams to help support school boards and improve math scores. And finally, did you fire up Netflix last night to watch the Love is Blind reunion only to be frustrated by a blank screen saying they were working on it? You were not alone. Turns out Netflix was having some sort of major technical issue. They kept trying to get it going, but by 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, about 90 minutes after it was supposed to start, they finally just threw in the towel. They tweeted, to everyone who stayed up late, woke up early, gave up their Sunday afternoon, we're incredibly sorry that the Love is Blind reunion tour did not turn out as we had planned. We're filming it now and we'll have it on Netflix as soon as humanly possible. Again, thank you and sorry. As of 11 p.m. last night, which is the last time I checked, it still hadn't been posted. This would have been Netflix's second ever live event following last month's Chris Rock special, which went off without a hitch. So, who knows? Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. It's the useless question, and we're playing $400 in Lottomax vouchers. Could spell millions for you just for answering this question. Text me at 949494, standard rate supply, or call me 613-750-9494 if you can answer this one. Only 12% of Gen Zers want this to be a thing. Huh. I'm surprised by the answer. Again, your useless question, only 12% of Gen Zers want this to be a thing. It's $100 in Automax vouchers for the first person to get the correct answer today. Again, the text... 94, 94, 94. Standard rates may apply. 613-750-9494 if you can get in fast enough on phone. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Before the break, we asked you a useless question. I went right to the phones. The useless question is only 12% of Gen Zers want this to be a thing. Pure country, what's your guess? Um, My guess is a four-day work week. What's your name? Tara Taylor. Tara. You're right. It's a four-day work week. Woo! 
Nice job. Well done. How'd you know that? Uh, I remember hearing it somewhere not long ago. I don't believe it. I actually don't believe the actual answer, even though that is part of a, a, a part of a study. I'm like, who did they ask anyway? I'm not one of them people. Listen, you might have a zero day work week if you win millions with your hundred dollars in Lot of Max vouchers. Way to go! Awesome, thanks so much. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. There are a lot of signs in your lifetime that tell you you're aging. Okay. You know, uh, the energy you have. Things start to hurt depending (laughs) on the weather. You know what I mean? You make noise when you get up from a chair. Exactly. Your um, lack of enthusiasm in going to a party (laughs) late at night. Uh, But yesterday I had one of these moments where I was like, oh my God, it's happening to me. What? I'm, I'm there in life. They've rearranged my grocery store. Oh, God! The humanity. So they're renovating, oh, I guess, whatever. which is fine yeah. because they need a bit of a facelift. They need an update. And I get I get it needs to happen. But I have that store down like the back of my hand to the point where my boyfriend goes, I don't know. You are in and out of there so fast sometimes. I'm like, I know where everything is. But now I am a lost puppy. Oh, in a really cruel, scary world. That's not good. I have no idea what's going on. The whole thing's a mess. And what's funny is that I'm I'm handling it, mm-hmm. but I'm watching other people around me who are even older not handling it. Like there was this woman with a cart. She was an elderly lady, and she was just swearing the entire time. Really? Like every time. Amazing. She, oh, what? Not, oh, oh, and she's scratching her head. She's stopping in the middle of the hall. She's looking around. Like, nobody knows what's going on. It's total chaos in there right now. Oh, my gosh. So they've rearranged every... We're not talking... Like, they took aisles and fridges out of the dairy section and moved it to a completely different side of the store. They can do that. Yes. Okay. Uh, also, yeah, those things are all on wheels. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, all right. I thought they were cemented into the ground. Same. So I just had one of those moments yesterday where I'm like, okay... This is this is me now. They've rearranged the grocery store, and I'm having some sort of weird conniption. So uh, I, when I get much older, because you're not old enough to I know to do anything Thank about you. it. But when I'm much much older, like to the point where people are like, oh bless him. When I'm that age, I'm gonna walk in and be like, I just want ground beef, <laughs> and then someone will bring it to me. I'll just yell out what you I just want. Get the things you want delivered to you. Yeah. Don't you think you can do that? There's an age you can just do these things. I think it'll be okay for you. I think that'll work for you just to get you the hell out of there faster. Yeah, yeah. no, I have that superpower. You know what? Don't even worry. It's free. Just take it. I think I'm not paying for food by the time I'm 70. (laughs) Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. I want to send you to the Ottawa Cottage Life and Backyard Show at the EY Center. Okay, and just text me right now at 949494 with your name. And I will randomly draw someone, and off you go to the Cottage and Backyard, uh, a Cottage Life and Backyard show, okay? EY Center, this Friday to Sunday, shows.cottagelife.com for tickets, okay? So text me your name, and I will randomly draw someone to win that. That's going to be a fun one. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. The greatest name in winter, winter history, maybe. <laughs> Congratulations, Gustavo Gravina. You are off to the Cottage Life and Backyard, Ottawa Cottage Life and Backyard show, EY Center, Friday to Sunday. Enjoy that show. By the way, if you want tickets, shows.cottagelife.com. This is going to be a fun one. So, Gustavo, congratulations. We'll have tickets for that all week long. If you didn't win, don't worry. We'll get you there.
Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Have you ever wanted to disappear from life and be alone for a while? A 50-year-old woman in Spain just took that to the extreme. Beatrice Flamini just spent 500 days living alone in a cave 230 feet underground. This was an experiment to study our internal clock and how we react to the extreme isolation. She went in November 20th, 2021, had no contact with anyone the entire time. To put that in perspective for you, the pandemic was still raging. The war in Ukraine hadn't started yet, and Queen Elizabeth was alive. Beatrice says she stopped trying to keep track around uh, the days, around 65 days. She says she was shocked when they came in to get her on Friday because she guessed that she had only been in there for about 170 days. Remember, it was 500 days she was down there. She was kind of sad it was over, she said. So how did she pass the time? She said she did a lot of drawing, knitting, exercising, and read about 60 books. She also planned to write a book, but said she didn't have time to finish it. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Lucy LeBlam is on the line. Lucy, you ready to play the $1,000 Minute? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Ten questions, one minute, and you. <laughs> if you answer them all correctly in 60 seconds, you'll get 1000 bucks. If you don't know, uh, if you don't answer them all correctly, you'll get 10 bucks for every one you do get right. Okay, if you don't know the answer to something, you can pass and we'll come back to it only if there's time, though. And the first thing you say is the answer I have to accept. Lucy, are you ready to play the $1,000 Minute? Deep breath. I'm good. Okay, here we go. In three, two, one. What cereal uses a rabbit as its mascot? Trick. Name the amusement park north of Toronto. Wonderland. Uh, The whole name. Canada's Wonderland. Name one of the three Canadian territories. None of it. Who's performing at the CTC on April 25th? Pass. What flower-based festival happens in Ottawa in May? Tulip Festival. Which actor played Thor? Chris Hemsworth. What part of the orchestra would an oboe be in? Pass. How many numbers in the typical Canadian phone number? Um, 10 with the area code. How many innings in a game of Major League Baseball? Nine. In what museum would you find the Mona Lisa? The Louvre. Who's performing at the CTC on April 25th? Lee Bryce. What part of the orchestra would an oboe Woodwind. be in? Pardon? Woodwind. Okay, you got them all in within lots of time as well. Lucy, how are you feeling? I'm nervous now. Okay. More nervous now than I was at the beginning. Okay, weird. All right, let's, have <laughs> a, let's see how we did, okay? Okay. Here we go. What cereal uses a rabbit as its mascot? Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Yeah, that's correct. Name the amusement park north of Toronto. You said Wonderland. I made you be more specific. Yes, Canada's Wonderland. Nice job. Name one of the three Canadian territories. Nunavut is right. Northwest Northwest Territories. And Yukon would have been accepted as well. I didn't go with the Northwest Territories because it was too long to say. Got it. You're (laughs) strategically thinking all the time. Nice work. Uh, who's performing at the CTC on April 25th? You passed and came back to Lee Bryce. Yes. What flower-based festival happens in Ottawa in May? Tulip is right. Which actor played Thor? Chris Hemsworth. Nice. How many numbers in the typical Canadian phone number? You said 10 with the area code. Yeah, we all have to dial that. 10 is correct. How many innings in a game of Major League Baseball? Nine is right, and the Mona Lisa would be found in the Louvre. Now there's one left. What part of the orchestra would an oboe be in? Lucy, how confident were you with Woodwind? Not at all. It is Woodwind. You have a thousand bucks. Congratulations. You just won Pure Country 94's thousand dollar minute. Oh my God. One thousand dollars, Lucy. Nice job. 
that makes a nice a rainy gray Monday a lot better. <laughs> Any plans for the thousand? Um, not yet. <laughs> Obviously. I, <laughs> I just hadn't planned for this. I just found out I got it. All right. <laughs> Lucy, way to go. Enjoy and very well done. Thank you. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Have you been told you've got a bit of a potty mouth? Jeff, have you been told you have a bit of a potty mouth? I've been told uh, here and there, yeah, that uh, I need to curb it. Oh, curb Mm -hmm. it. Mm Oh, I'd like to tell you that. No, you do not have to curb anything. I don't? No, listen, I also have been told I have a bit of a potty mouth. Although I'm very careful about who I'm potty mouthed around. Yeah. You know, like I don't potty mouth around my parents or my boyfriend's parents or the children. I think that you and I need an outlet because we have to be so good on here for yeah. hours on end every day. That's true. I appreciate you being unfiltered with me, by the way, <laughs> when we're off the air. The truth is everyone needs an outlet. And <laughs> really? swearing is a very helpful way to blow off steam. And there's a new study that suggests several reasons why swearing is good for you. But I think probably my favorite is that it's a major release of anger and frustration. And so right. if we didn't swear or couldn't swear... Do you know how many more of us would just get out of our cars and start fighting each other at lights? <laughs> like, have you ever been in a situation on the road where just swearing at that person makes you feel better and you kind of move on? Yeah. Imagine you didn't have that. But, okay. It's like yeah, imagine. You, but, but the problem is you'd be getting out of your car and you still can't swear at them and you're in a fight. <laughs> yeah, but they're saying that. Oh, I'll tell you, you. <laughs> the, the point is that you're releasing that <laughs> yeah, energy yeah. when you're swearing. Right? I get it. I get so it. So it helps you cope with feelings. But there are other things that dropping F-bombs can be helpful with. Okay. Like expressing joy. You know, like when you're watching the Sens play at home. Yes. And uh, you're watching from home. They score a goal and you're like, F, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. Right? It's so much sweeter when you throw the F in there. (laughs) (laughs) It helps you deal with pain. Have you ever hurt yourself? Yeah. This is true, Try dealing with it without swearing. It hurts more. Yeah, that's right. Yes. I, I You can't be like, son of a gun. No, it doesn't work. I, 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 and there have been studies about that, I think, that yes. prove that it may, it's actually a painkiller, just screaming it out. Emotional and physical pain, according to a whole bunch of studies that they've done, have actually been less because of the swearing. Okay, okay. So okay. if so you you're swear really, through something, it, it helps. You're really backing us up here. Uh, I Thank sure you am. for this. Uh, it helps us connect with each other. I mean, m- the big example would be through humor and comedy, right? Right. Uh, there are times where it can be a little too much, but sometimes uh, something is really funny when you throw an expletive in there. It's true. I, right? I can't explain that, but if you see a com- comedy show, you know that it can be used to great comic effect. Or a meme, effect. for that matter, right? right? Yeah. It, you know, without the swear word in there, it might not be as in, in, intense or convincing. You cannot imagine how many memes Sophie doesn't post on the Pure Country page that she really wants to. It's true. Or I have to edit them, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of good, I guess. <laughs> and finally, swearing can be more convincing. Uh, they looked at a previous study that found people who swear in text messages are seen as more persuasive and more believable. Okay. Well, yeah. in in writing. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, They also found that swearing isn't considered as vulgar as it once was. People used to be called uneducated. Mm -hmm. You have a poor vocabulary because you can't come up with better words. But that's not actually really true anymore either. Okay. So we're all set. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, good. It's the morning pickup. Let's do that. 
Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. All right, we do have our final winners for the 25K double play. Hmm, okay. So we have a $500 daily winner, and that from Friday was Terry Giroux. Congratulations, Terry. You've got yourself $500 just like that. I love that. That's that's sweet. All right, so Terry gets the 500 bucks, the final one in our 25K double play. And now, the $25,000 winner from our 25K double play is Linda Brennan. Wow, Linda, congratulations. You've got yourself $25,000. Oh, and here's what she had to say about that. Hey, I'm Linda, and I just won $25,000 with Pure Country's 25K double play. You're darn right you did. Way to go, Linda. Congratulations, and thanks to everybody who entered throughout the contest for $25,000. And Linda Brennan is our grand prize winner. Very proud of her. She entered like four times a day, she told me. So there you go. $25,000 just like that. And thanks so much again for taking part in the 25K double play on Pure Country 94. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. You're watching a movie and you see your favorite or even just a character you like. And boom, they get smoked. Dead. Finished. (laughs) It's so unfair. It's uncalled for. Someone on Twitter started a thread for characters who didn't deserve their fate. And I, I want to share some of the responses with you. Maybe one of your faves is on here. Um, okay. Spider from Goodfellas, if you watch this, he's the kid Joe Pesci shoots in the foot for not serving drinks fast enough. Oh, and then Pesci kills him for talking back. So there you go. Uh, that was pretty rough in that movie. Um, Bambi's mom is a character that didn't deserve her fate. I mean, that was obviously... A, uh, you know, damaging to many young psyches. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, All right. If you can remember Beverly Hills 90210, a nerdy kid who accidentally killed himself while playing with a gun in season two, Scott Scanlon. Anyway, um, he didn't deserve what he got in the show. Um, Who else here? Oh, Jack Dawson from Titanic. I mean, there was room on the plank. I swear. Anyway. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, finally, this excellent one for characters who did not deserve their fate in movies or shows that you've watched. I think number one, more than Jack from Titanic, Wilson, the volleyball from Castaway. Wilson, why did they have to do him dirty? You know, Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. That's going to do it for me. Thank you so much for hanging out on this Monday. Yeah, it started cooling off. Oh, boy. But we had some fun. We gave away a bunch of money on the show today. $500 uh, was given away, obviously, from our 25K double play. Our final $500 winner was Terry Giroux. And we gave away $25,000 to Linda Brannon. And I gave away $1,000 in the $1,000 minute to Lucy Laflamme. Pretty cool. Well done, Lucy. A uh, 1000 bucks is all hers. So uh, my work here is done today. I hope you have a good one. Yeah, we got showers through the day, and we're going to be cooling off into the afternoon. But to keep you warm and cozy, Shannon Ella next with your favorite country music. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.